0: The Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor
1: Athletics. Andrews passes to Melissa, drives in, pulls up
2: five feet away, and pans
1: it. New career high from Melissa Smith, 35 points in her final regular season game here at the Farrell Center.
0: The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: Taylor 82, Texas Tech 57. The Bears will not have to share this year's Big 12 title. It is all ours. The Bears win the 2021-22 Big 12 championship outright.
3: I'm just really proud of of how we're playing right now, not just the championship, but how we're playing um, and how we're playing unselfishly and sharing the ball. And and I just think we're, we're hard to play against right now.
0: Follow the Bears through March Madness here on the flagship station of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas.
1: Flagler gets it in to Matt Meyer. Meyer, five seconds to go. They're not going to foul. Matt Meyer will hold the ball, toss it high in the air. Baylor can celebrate a second straight Big 12 Conference Championship. Baylor with a win over Iowa State tonight here in the Farrell Center. 75 68 drop the confetti in the Farrell Center.
4: Unbelievable effort, John, and it, it wasn't just this game, but we've chronicled that this, the journey of this season, particularly in conference play, where the Bears have had to fight through injuries.
2: Well, last year you kind of like winning it with, what, four games to go or whatever. (laughs) This was a little more uh, drama involved, so uh, made made for TV and celebration, obviously, uh, uh, was a little more uh, uh, passionate, and obviously, uh, uh, being able to do it in front of your past uh, players, fans, and family, and and,
5: um, being able to pull it out at the end of the game makes it that much more
0: The Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the
1: Baylor Bears, John Morris
0: and Aaron Sexton.
1: Hi, and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you're with us. Alan Samuel's ESPN Studios. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. First, uh, Derek Smith, Sophia Young, Malcolm with the calls as the Baylor Women. Won the outright Big 12 Conference Championship yesterday, a dominating win over Texas Tech. about uh, 35 points and 16 rebounds by Nalissa Smith? A new career high, Aaron, uh, point wise for Nalissa in the win.
5: Yeah, I was <laughs> it was you were there. It was there. It was great. Yeah. yeah, it was great. And everybody, including uh, obviously the entire crowd, was aware of it. But obviously, I think uh, Coach Collin was and Nalissa's. Because um, as soon as she got it, she went to the bench. Yeah. It was late in the game, and the, and the game was in hand. But right after she got that bucket, um, she checked out to a standing ovation, Yeah, uh, obviously. Um, but a great win for the Bears. It was exactly what I wanted uh, to never be in doubt. I like exciting close games. <laughs> right. Right, yesterday, I was like, come on, blowout. Just you know? a blowout. <laughs> yeah. And they did. I mean, they were up by 10 after the first quarter and never looked back. I think they were up by 25 at half and, and just kind of coasted, you know. Yeah. And I don't mean that effort-wise. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just – and you could tell they were a much, much better team than Tech. And and one thing that, that the uh, Bears don't get enough credit for is their defense because they were outstanding on defense all all game yesterday, even late in the game when the game was, was out of hand, you know, and Tech had no chance. They were still playing hard and defending hard. And uh, they got very few easier open looks. Every, almost everything was contested. You know, it, it was a it was a great game all the way around for the Baylor women, and uh, got to stick around and see the trophy presentation afterwards. It was awesome.
1: Yep. big day in the Farrell Center uh, Saturday and Sunday. Eighty two fifty seven yesterday was the final. Really, no uh, no doubt. No nothing was in doubt in that game. So big win for the Baylor women. Senior Day recognized uh, three seniors prior to the game. Uh, Nalissa Smith, Queen Egbo, and Jordan Lewis. And you say, well, what about Caitlin Bickle and what about uh, Jamie Asbury? Well, yes, they're seniors, but they're coming back. They've already said they're coming back. So they did not go through the senior day ceremony yesterday. It's kind of nice, isn't it, to know that they're coming back?
5: Yeah, they're going to have to replace, obviously, two great players in Queen and Nalissa, but um, they'll have most of their shooting coming back, almost all of it, you know. So. Um it's uh, and they've got a a, gr- a great recruiting class come in coming in uh including a JUCO transfer who is a post player so you know coach cotton was looking ahead and oh, she yeah. knew what she needed always and, looking ahead and, right absolutely and uh, uh just uh just managed to sign the number 2 JUCO in the country so that kind of fills that spot and yeah. they'll, you know they'll there will be because because they're kind of short on players um, there will be some transfers too. Yeah. I'm pretty. They will be. I'm pretty sure they'll be pretty heavy in the transfer portal, and 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 add a lot of talent there too. So,
1: so congratulations to the Baylor women. They win uh, their 12th consecutive Big 12 championship. This one, you know, 12 straight. You think, oh, okay, it's another championship. But man, this one just seems different. With everything they've gone through, the coaching change, that transition, Nikki Collin putting putting her stamp on this team, which she has. Uh, and then starting zero and two, and really starting zero and two and a half is the way they <laughs> started this year before they won that Kansas game in miraculous fashion to get uh, in the win column. But then down the stretch, they've won uh, what is it, ten or eleven straight, and fifteen of sixteen down the stretch. So they are no question playing their best basketball here in March.
5: Yeah, and and. Uh the only loss in there was the close loss to Oklahoma. And not making excuses, but that was a weird game, you know, with weird. Oklahoma showing up late and uh, because of the weather. And other than that, they haven't lost a game, um, as you said, what, 13 out of 14, I believe. 15 out of 16. 15 out of now. 16. Yeah. And that includes uh, wins over uh, that includes two wins over a very good Iowa State team and two wins in the same weekend over Texas, yeah. who, who, oh, by the way, hasn't lost since then. They're 8-0. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's not like, you know, they were feasting on the bottom half of the league uh, to get those wins. I mean, they were beating some very good teams along the way.
1: So the Baylor women, uh, Big Twelve champs, sole champs. They uh, win it. They don't have to share it with Iowa State. Congratulations to them. And I think that was a big motivating factor going into yesterday.
5: Yes, and that's another thing I was hoping for. You know, I mean, a Big Twelve championship, even if you have to share it, is a big deal. But I, you know, if uh, for them to win it outright was really nice. Yeah.
1: And next up, uh, on to Kansas City. Oh, they'll open play in the Big Twelve tournament as the number one seed. They will play their first game on Friday. Is that right? Friday? Yeah, Friday afternoon at 1.30. Friday at 1.30 from Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City. And uh, they are the top seed. They are, again, the team to beat as they go to Kansas City. So, continued uh, success to Baylor women's basketball. Oh, by the way, Melissa Smith named the Big 12 Player of the Week this week. Um, what'd she do this week? Two games. <laughs> first one. 28 points, 20 rebounds against Iowa State. I mean, she could have probably sat on Sunday and still won Big 12 Player of the Week, but she followed it up with a career-high 35 points and 16 rebounds, her 21st double-double of the year. So, Nalissa Smith is the Big 12 Women's Basketball Player of the Week. Congratulations to the Baylor women. Great, uh, Great regular season, now moving on into the postseason. How about the Baylor men? They win over Iowa State, win over uh, on Saturday over Iowa State. And you thought the way that game started, that might be a uh, coast to a victory game, but it was not. Let's take a break and we'll look at that uh, from Saturday. The Baylor men clinching a Big 12 championship with the win over Iowa State. Senior day for the men And uh, let you hear from Jerome Tang, who was on with us post-game on Saturday. I just thought really, really good for Coach Tang, who's been here every step of the way with Coach Drew. And uh, it was fun for us to have him on, Aaron. He just sort of uh, was watching the celebration and <laughs> came over toward us and was leaning on our table. Y'all so kind of roped said, him in. We yeah, did. I was, we I was running the did. game,
5: and you were like, "Hey, there's Coach Tang. Let's grab him real quick." That's
1: exactly what happened. Said he got too close to us, so <laughs> we uh, we had him sit down with us. But it was really, really good, and uh, let you hear that from Saturday as well. Talk men's hoops, uh, Big Twelve champions as well. We've got that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on a Monday. Uh, a little bit later, we'll visit with Steve Rodriguez. Uh, Baylor Baseball won two of three over the weekend in Houston. Wins over ranked two ranked opponents, UCLA number 23 and LSU number 8. So big weekend in Houston for Coach Rod and the Bears. We'll visit with him coming up in just a bit. Take a break right now. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, in the Allen Samuel Studios brought to you in part by... Diamore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update.
6: I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Clear to partly cloudy skies tonight with lows falling to around 33 degrees. Tomorrow, an upper-level system moves through, and that'll give us mostly cloudy skies. With a
1: 50% chance of scattered showers, there could be a little sleet mixed in, especially from Waco, Temple, and Colleen to the northwest with highs only in the 40s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
0: Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do we know what artisanal bread means? Is that
3: just a fancy way of saying bread?
5: I think it's a fancy way of saying not regular old bread. <laughs> <laughs> like we did something uh, a little different from this. It's artisanal.
3: Yeah. Not regular old bread. I wish they'd just say that. Just put that
0: on the menu, not regular old <laughs> bread. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Eighty. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a one-eight hundred number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial one-eight hundred, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank Central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
0: ESPN Radio
3: Sports Center. I'm Ward Weintz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Twisted Creek Ranch near Hamilton and Comanche. Find them online at TwistedCreekTX.com. Dallas Mavericks host Portland tonight. Tip is at 7.30. Baylor baseball took two or three games in the Shriners Classic in Houston over the weekend. For the third consecutive year, Scott Drew was named Big 12 Coach of the Year. Big 12 tournament is set. Number three, Baylor is the two seed and will open with OU on Thursday in Kansas City. Number five, Baylor women are the one seed and will face the winner of Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Those two play on Thursday. UMHB men's basketball are in the Sweet 16 in the NCAA Division III tournament and will face Case Western Reserve in Cleveland on Friday with a tip at 7. UMHB women are also in the Sweet 16. We'll match up with Transylvania on Friday in Lexington, Kentucky. Tip is at 5 30. Sports Center,
0: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
4: for this to all culminate in a Big 12 coach championship is really sort of unbelievable. But when you think about it, as you and I have been this close to the program, it's not unbelievable. These guys, anything is possible. And it's nice that they can celebrate this at home in front of this
1: great home crowd. How about a fifth consecutive win to end the regular season? Baylor wins seven of their last eight. And again, Great crowd support here in the Farrell Center tonight.
0: Now, back to the voice of the National Championship Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
1: From our broadcast Saturday, Baylor and Iowa State, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, Pat Nunley and I. Incidentally, uh, Aaron, you were at the game, this, this women's game Sunday, right? Not the men's game Saturday? Correct. Okay. But there was a point in the game Saturday when uh, uh, Don Rogers came over and made a presentation to Pat during the game. He got a standing ovation in the Farrell Center. It was really cool recognizing Pat for 40-plus years. It's 41. 41 years uh, doing the Baylor broadcast. And uh, we managed to keep that a surprise. He, he didn't know it was oh, coming. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty good. So he came over, and uh, Don starts walking toward us. And I said, Pat, stand up. He said, what, what? I said, no, stand up. And he started to stand up. I said, take your headset off (laughs) so he could hear the PA, you know, the announcement that Jared Brown was making. And Jared was reading, you know, kind of a short uh, verb of what uh, was going on. And and it was like, what, what, what's going on here? (laughs) Because it came completely out of the blue to him. Right. And Pat, uh, the presentation was one of those fantastic uh, ring and watch cases that the Baylor coaches have have gotten. Have mm-hmm. you seen those? No. Oh, let me show you a picture. I mean, they're they're spectacular. Wow. They're really cool. And all the Baylor coaches got those uh for winning the national championship were part of a residual, you know, after effect from that. And Pat got one of those, which is really, really cool. So really fun to honor Pat. He is just so, so good at what he does. And you recognize that. I know you talk about to him and things Pat says all the time.
5: Yeah, he's he is, if not the best, one of the best uh, basketball color men in the country. Yeah, I mean, he really is. He does a, such a great job, and he makes great points throughout the game. When, when Here's how you know when a, a color guy is do, doing a really great job when multiple times during the game you, you hear him say something you're like oh wow that's a great point yeah you yeah, know you yeah. just think that exactly. to yourself and 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 then that makes you think of all the times and all the games that you listen to where that doesn't happen yeah. and you're like and no offense and I'm, of course i'm not going to name any names because i'm not thinking of anyone in particular but you're like oh man i listened to so many games and never had that thought and then i listen to pat you and pat and then pat will make three or four of those you know a game yeah. uh that they're just like oh wow what a great point and not the, the rest of the game he calls great too, but you know, he, he, is really good. He knows his stuff. He is super well prepared for every game and uh he's a lifelong Baylor fan, that's it. obviously being an ex player. And that's now it. with the, uh you know, uh being in the broadcast booth for that long, uh, he is, uh, he is great at his job and, and, and an even better person.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, Great to honor him on Saturday and uh, just great to have Pat as part of our broadcast. Uh, hopefully for a long, long time to come. This wasn't a retirement thing. No, Nowhere close. We want him to keep going his long, long time. Bears did win on Saturday over Iowa State to clinch the Big 12 championship senior day on Saturday. Uh, great crowd again. You know, spring break has started on the Baylor campus but still a really good student turnout on Saturday. And uh, it was so fun to send the seniors out on this kind of game with these kind of uh, stakes on that game, you know, a win and your Big 12 champs.
5: Yeah, and they raced out to a a huge lead. And then Iowa State cut it to 10 before half. But you were like, oh, you know, they made a nice run. But, you know, maybe they'll take care of that early in the second half and they'll build that lead back up. That is not what happened. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> was State not only came all the way back, but they came all the way back and took a two-point lead at one point. Um, but give credit to Baylor. They never panicked. Uh, they got the lead back. And then as it got near the end of the game, they were able to get a little separation you know, with a couple of clutch shots and free throws. Obviously, the biggest play of the game was uh, James Akinjo's three where a foul was also called. Right. Away from the ball, Flo I think, was knocked to the floor and ended up being a five-point play for Baylor uh, at a time when the game was tied.
1: Yeah, huge part. Yep, huge part of the game. So, big win for the Bears uh, and recognize the seniors. Uh, Great celebration. More confetti after the game. We had a confetti-filled weekend for the men's game and then the women's game also.
5: So much confetti yeah. this weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice. And then after the game, as I mentioned, uh, Coach Jerome Tang was just sort of taking it all in before they cut the nets down. He got a little close too close to us, and so we had him on the air. Here is Baylor's associate head coach, Jerome Tang, on the air with us after the conference championship clinching win Saturday. Big They're going to cut down the nets now, and we'll keep it right here. Here's Baylor associate head coach Jerome Tang, who got a little too close to us, so we're going to rope you in. Coach, (laughs) congratulations. What a a day, what a season, what a win to close the regular season.
2: How how great is God?
1: Oh, unbelievable.
2: uh, Unbelievable. You know, we started the year, and Coach Drew's uh, theme verse was, that which is impossible with man is possible with God. And he just challenged our guys to believe you know, and uh, four starters are gone from last year's team, and but but let's believe, and let's work, and let's we build it with brick by brick. You know, and uh, and then injuries, you know, one after the other. But guys, just keep believing, just keep believing. We don't know what's gonna happen. Let's just keep believing and keep working and keep building and man look at this yeah exactly <laughs> look at this.
1: yeah
4: two in a row think about that you, you know think coach a year ago john and i talk about how after the the win against west virginia morgan down to clinch the championship so emotional now you've done it two years in a row how's that
2: feel can you get your arms around no that? I, I i can't i can't get my arms around it uh, not because it's two in a row but because what all these guys went through to get there. You know, our leading scorer and our leading rebounder are sitting on the bench. Can't, you know, we, a kid who was going to play for us and could have averaged double figures is, is sitting on the bench. You know, James is hurt. Adam is out there. Like, there was, I was, there was some times I was thinking, man, I got to get him out the game. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's limping around, but he just gutted it out. They just gutted it out. And so it's hard to just wrap your head around. Just that, you know... Taylor, we will pick third, whatever right, you know. Right. I mean, and uh, like if that dude ain't coach of the year, they're a bunch of crazy people. Like that.
1: <laughs> That's what we say. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, think about what what you, I'd say Coach Drew, but you and the entire staff have done, having to piece things together, change, you know, your direction with so many guys out. Two guys lost a season the injuries. You know, injuries.
2: I, I say this um, all the time that our, first of all that we have the best strength coach in America, and Charlie Melton, hands down. No, yep. nobody's better. There yep. might be somebody out there as good but nobody's better and today I'm sitting there and we have the best staff in America and I'm not not including myself but John Jacobs and Alvin Brooks think about Alvin had Big 12 championship at K-State you know, uh, two national championships as a junior college coach, a national championship as a, as a Division One coach here at Baylor, and two Big Twelve championships. I mean, winning just follows him. Yeah. I told him I gotta stay close to you, because <laughs> <laughs> championships just follow John Jacobs. I mean, you know, he's only been around winning. What they have brought to this program with Jared Nunes and Bill Peterson and Ad Mahaltra and you know Ty Beard, with those guys, we 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 have elite human beings, but elite basketball coaches. In our program, and we're just so blessed,
4: you know. And you've been together. I mean, it's not like you've got guys coming in, coming out.
2: Uh, how, how how important is that? You know, it's really important, you know. It's really important, and you know, we root for each other. You know, we 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 bicker with each other, but we root for each other. Sure. You know, and and the thing is that, like, we we just understand that the greater purpose is to honor God in all of this, you know, and and to put our guys in the best position for them to be successful, but to be successful in life. And, uh, man, Coach just does such a great job of setting the example of being a servant leader and You know, the first one willing to do anything, and and we're just all ready to fall in place. And the guys, you know, new guys buying into new roles. I I mean... I, I just Baylor Nation, y'all. They were unbelievable. The fans showed up yeah. today, and Great what fans. a senior night!
1: Yeah, man, yeah. what a yeah. senior yeah. night <laughs> for these <laughs> guys. And uh, we've had some good ones. For oh, now, this had, one may be the best. Yeah, this. You know? yeah. yeah. Last
2: year, uh, Texas was it Texas Tech. Texas
1: Tech. Yeah, that, that was a
2: good one. That was a really good. One. But to win the Big Twelve Championship at home. Right. Right. Oh man. That's what we said. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 yeah. a pretty good ticket right there. Man. Yeah. Well,
4: and think about the role of this home crowd yes. at crunch time. Yes. You know, Kansas. Uh, That's a tough game. You've got to have a home crowd. You get them again tonight. So down the stretch, you as a team, as a program, you locked arms with Baylor fame, Baylor Nation, Waco, Everybody that came out to these games, and you wanted to gather. Hey, hey,
2: Pat, I felt like
4: they locked
2: arms with us. Yeah. Like they reached down and picked us up and said, fellas, we're not going to let you lose. Yeah. If you will fight, we're not going to let you lose. Yeah. And I mean, like, we had a home court advantage. No That's question. how you win championships, with a home court advantage. And Baylor Nation, the Baylor students, the Baylor family, they came through. They came. I, I just couldn't be prouder of
1: them. yeah. yeah. Uh, great, great to celebrate here with the fans. Drop the confetti, tear, cut down the nets. We need to let you get up there and cut some nets down. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Congratulations! So happy for you. Man,
2: thank you guys. Yeah, appreciate coach. everything y'all yeah. do, and uh, couldn't be happier for, for our whole family. Yeah, uh, all, all of Baylor.
1: Yeah, love you, Coach. Thanks very love much. You thank appreciate you. it, Coach Jerome Tang, associate head coach for the Bears. Jerome Tang with us Saturday, again, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. And uh, again, he, he's he been there every step of the way with Coach Drew and uh, uh, just a huge part of the success Baylor has. So it was really good for us to have him on. Uh, we had Coach Drew on later. We had James Akinjo on later. But uh, great to have Coach Tang on with us Saturday. Bears uh, winners on Saturday. They're the number two seed in the Big 12 tournament. And you wonder, or you may say, well, wait a second, why is Baylor the two-seed, Kansas the one-seed? Well, they tied. Their record is the same, 14-4. and They split with each other. That's the first tiebreaker. And then the next tiebreaker is you just go down the standings for the teams, how you did against the teams below you until you find a difference maker. And it was the next team. It was Texas Tech. Uh, Kansas split with Tech. Baylor lost both to Tech. So that makes Kansas the number one seed in the tournament. Baylor the number two seed. As such, Baylor opens against number seven Oklahoma at 6 p.m. on Thursday at T-Mobile Arena in Kansas City. So looking forward to the start of the postseason, the Big 12 tournament this week in Kansas City. The NCAA's beyond that selection Sunday is this Sunday. Find out uh, you know where everyone's going. But, Aaron, I will be shocked beyond shocked if Baylor's not the number one seed in the South region opening in Fort Worth next Thursday, the 17th.
5: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. That seems to be the consensus uh, among people who do the brackets for a living, including uh, Lenardi, you know, yeah. on ESPN ah. who does bracketology. So we'll see. Yeah, I think they'll be the number two overall seed behind Gonzaga. And, uh, which is think, amazing, right? And I think <laughs> they'll be the one seed in in the Dallas region. Yeah, which is it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Open in Fort Worth, you win two games there. You go to San Antonio, you win two games there. You're in the Final Four in New Orleans. So that uh, appears to be the path for this team. And I think no matter how they do this week in Kansas City, I think they're uh, I think they've done enough this year to lock themselves into that spot, the number one seed in the South region. Fun to think about and look forward to the trip to Kansas City uh, later this week and Baylor opening on Thursday at 6 p.m. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk some uh, uh, baseball, Baylor baseball, back from the Shriners Hospitals for Children. College Classic at Minute Maid Park this weekend. Baylor wins two of three games there, two ranked uh, victories for the Bears. We'll talk about it with Coach Steve Rodriguez when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris Show from the Alan Samuels Studios, brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at Alan Samuels, DCJ. Recently on Game Time, we're joined out by regular basketball coach Scott Drew. You look at most of the places we play, and I think everywhere we played has had a sellout. And you look at our environment with college game day and how loud the Ferrell Center was. I mean, it's hard to go on the road in a packed house and a loud crowd and and be able to execute and be composed and withstand runs and get a win. Game time.
0: Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
3: City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas-made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joco Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com.
1: Your home for Baylor
0: women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building?
3: Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel & Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at
1: PioneerBoys.com. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM, 866-549-TERM, 866-549-T-E-R-M.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
3: I'm Ward Weintraub with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Twisted Creek Ranch near Hamilton and Comanche. Find them online at TwistedCreekTX.com. Dallas Mavericks host Portland tonight. Tip is at 7.30. Baylor baseball took two or three games in the Shriners Classic in Houston over the weekend. For the third consecutive year, Scott Drew was named Big 12 coach of the year. Big 12 tournament is set. Number three, Baylor is the two seed and will open with OU on Thursday in Kansas City. Number five, Baylor women are the one seed and will face the winner of Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Those two play on Thursday. UMHB men's basketball are in the Sweet 16 in the NCAA Division III tournament and will face Case Western Reserve in Cleveland on Friday with a tip at 7. UMHB women are also in the Sweet 16. We'll match up with Transylvania on Friday in Lexington, Kentucky. Tip is at 530.
0: 30. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's J-Mo with head coach Steve Rodriguez.
1: Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday. We appreciate you being with us in the Allen Samuel Studios. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and we're joined by Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Coach, uh, appreciate you joining us. I hope we're not cutting into a nap with this interview right now.
6: (laughs) No, we uh, we had a staff meeting this morning. We rolled in back to the ballpark at about four a.m. last night. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to say there was a ton of sleep being made, but still work to be done. So we uh, had him pretty early. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. is a lot better after a win over
1: LSU than it would have been otherwise, right? It is
6: a significantly better wake-up call than if it didn't go that way. That's correct.
1: <laughs> yeah. What a great weekend, Coach. You guys uh, historically have done so well in that tournament, and uh, this year no no different winning two of three.
6: Man, I'll tell you what. It, it was a great tournament for us. Uh, the field was really talented and uh, really happy with how our guys played. Obviously, I really do think we have probably the, the toughest schedule in the country right now with opening up with Maryland and playing Duke and then going down to Shriners and uh, having to play in that tournament um, against some really quality teams. And the way we performed down there was, was great. We were getting better um, every week, and guys are starting to get more comfortable and uh, starting to kind of fill into their own in regards to – you know what they're looking for how they're performing and and for us coaches just making sure we're putting them in the right spots to make sure they have a chance for success
1: and since that opening weekend against a a maryland maybe an underrated maryland team since then you guys have gone six and two so three and one last week or two weeks ago three and one this week again against really good competition
6: no, absolutely. You know, Maryland is ranked for a reason. You know, they—they they have I think they were like nine, I think they're like nine and two or something like that. They went, they were going undefeated for a while there until they had like a loss against like Michigan or something. So, um, you know, we, we, we really like what we've been doing um, of late and, you know, against Tennessee, we, we, we put everything we had into it. We just couldn't get, catch a break and get some guys on bases. And, you know, I told our guys, we're going to try to steal 15 bases today, just because I, I think that's what we, we needed to do. And, we got off to a pretty good start. We got six of them in the first inning. Um, then we ended up with seven, and, you know, what, I, we just couldn't get more guys on. I thought our guys were taking pretty good at-bats. And, you know, facing guys throwing 101 to 103 miles an hour is not exactly your everyday at-bat. So, but our, our guys did a really good job of battling through that, and uh, I, I just thought they had really good at-bats throughout the whole weekend. All right, share,
1: share a little secret if you can. What was it that was allowing you to uh, get all those stolen bases against Tennessee?
6: Great coaching, JMO. Of
1: course. Yeah, sure. Coach. That's the an easy answer.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: you know, uh, just kind of having some uh, wherewithal with, with uh, you know, what they were giving us and some tendencies they may have been doing, uh, just being able to pick up on a few things that our guys did a really good job of uh, um Uh, let's just say executing what we were talking about there you go all right that's good say no more about that
1: then was (laughs) was tennessee uh as as good a hitting team as their stats would have indicated
6: yes they were they were pretty talented um it it felt like we were playing their football team but Hmm. with the size of some of them i I really do it was really impressive uh the the physicality of their offense and like i said their, their pitchers came in throwing 95 to 103 and um, it was just different. You know, our, our guys did a good job adjusting and, and making some good quality at-bass. Um, but we just we just could not continue that throughout the game. We did a good job getting five runs up early or four runs up early in the first inning. And, you know, getting our guys in scoring position, we just couldn't get that hit to kind of keep the, the run tally rolling. But uh, but you know what? That's just going to happen. We're, we're going we're gonna to ha- have that happen on occasion. But offensively, they, they were pretty talented. When, when they put the bet on the ball, it, it seemed to go a long way. All
1: right, enough about Tennessee. Let's go to the two games you won this weekend. Let's go back to Friday. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. Uh, Tyler Thomas named today the uh, Big 12 Pitcher of the Week. Man, did he pitch well getting that uh, win over UCLA.
6: I'll tell you what, UCLA did some damage in that tournament. We were uh, were good enough to be able to kind of shut them down a little bit. We played like a two-hour game, which is just unheard of nowadays. And uh, but no, Tyler Thomas did a phenomenal job. There were opportunities last year where I felt that he should have received uh, the pitcher of the week just because of some of the stuff that he did against the teams that he did. And uh, but I'm really happy for him to be able to get that honor. He he did a phenomenal job. Uh, We wanted him to be able to close that thing out. He wanted to be able to close it out. But at some point, we just we figured you know his pitch count was up high enough, and we got some fresh arms in the bullpen. To be able to finish that game, and so that's what we did. What a
1: great performance! Kyle Nevin gave you all the uh, offense you needed with that two-run homer. It seems like he is uh, swinging a really good bat right now.
6: Well, that's one of the big things is he, he has really. Uh, I mean, sure, he stayed here and he got a lot stronger, and we just we just kind of told him that you need to start swinging the bat, um, just like the way your strength dictates, and, and you're strong enough now to be able to hit some of those balls out. Uh, what's funny is he hit a couple balls like into the exact wrong part of that ballpark mm. down there in Minute Maid, where it's like 399 feet with a a big huge monster out there in left center, and a couple of them got run down. But uh, he just took some really good swings. Obviously, he had a, a home run plus. Uh, a couple other sack flies and uh, really happy with how he's swinging the bat right now I know he's feeling pretty good so it's a good time to be uh, rolling into this week that's for
1: sure nice very good all right and then last night the uh, the final game of the tournament uh, late night at Minute Maid and you guys beat uh, seventh ranked LSU nine to six another good offensive performance uh, by your team last night
6: well I'll tell you what it was an overall pretty good team performance I mean Will Rigney did a great job on the mound getting us started and then Uh, The offense, you know, we got some runs early and then we kind of kept pounding and it was kind of a back and forth seesaw match. And then Jack Pineda comes up with a big home run to kind of put us ahead. And uh, then we were able to kind of put a couple more runs on top of that, which was great. And, you know, we had a bunch of a bunch of pitching changes. Guys came in and filled some roles for us. Uh, came in and gave us one good inning here, two good batter, uh, uh, hitters there. And next thing you know, we're in the ninth inning with, with a great opportunity to win. And uh, Once again, when you have a freshman, Mason Marriott, coming in uh, to close the game out, that's a pretty good sign for us. Yeah,
1: gave up a home run in that ninth inning, but that was it. So what a great finish, uh, the win over LSU last night. Uh, Pineda at the top of your lineup, uh, two for five last night, two RBIs, three runs scored. Uh, that's very That's good production at the top of the lineup.
6: I'll tell you what. At the very beginning of the season, you know, people kind of talk about the Maryland weekend, and you know, they're they're a really good team, and you know, and and they beat us, and we you know, they, it's just the way it was. They just played really well, and we didn't. Uh, but that's the first weekend, you know, and that's that's kind of what we kind of talk about is that you know that's why you continue to get better, and we did just that. And you know, Jack kind of maybe struggled early, but he is really swinging the bat well. He's made some unbelievable adjustments uh, with his swing, and I'm just really happy with where he is right now. And I know he feels good. And uh, just by just watching his at-bats and how he's taking pitches and some of the swings he's taking, it's a really good sign for the Baylor Bears.
1: Is he another of those guys that, uh, that you had stay around, stay here this summer?
6: Yes, he is. So he's okay. another, uh, another one of our players who he didn't, I mean, just because he had so many at-bats, he didn't know need to go out and play anymore. Yeah. So we wanted him to make sure he stayed here and got stronger, and it has really helped.
1: Yeah. Who, who else uh, did you have do that or ask to do that? Because it seems like it, it was a great move. Instead of going off and playing somewhere this summer, you had them stay here working uh, weights and uh, it seems like it's
6: paid off. It has, you know, so it was, it was Kyle Nevin, Trey Richardson and Jack Bonato were the okay. ones. Obviously they were everyday starters for us. So it wasn't that they needed at-bats where some guys need to go out and play um, just because they may not have played as much during the year as we'd want them to or as they wanted to. So, We had those guys stay back and uh, take some classes and then get in the weight room with our strength conditioning people. And um, it it absolutely paid off. So we're really happy about that.
1: Is that a new way of thinking or something new? You know, keeping them, basically, keeping them home over the summer instead of going somewhere else?
6: No, it is. It's definitely a, a different way of thinking. I think a lot of other coaches, just because, you know, you'll have some kids maybe possibly get hurt and then it sets them back into the fall um you know in the summer and when you're not there to kind of monitor uh certain things you really are putting a lot of faith in the people who are who are running the programs or are uh running the teams that they're going to go play and the organizations uh you know they you know just like everybody else they want to win and they want to uh, you know go as far as possible and have as much success as possible uh, but for us, you know, I, 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 don't really care if a summer team wins. I really don't. I want mm-hmm. to make sure our players are taken care of and, and they're treated right and they're healthy. And so sometimes, you know, we have to kind of think differently and maybe just staying home, taking some classes getting closer to graduation and just getting stronger, knowing that, you know, that strength is going to help you long-term is just going to be a better option for them.
1: Yeah. That's smart. That, that really makes a lot of sense. Uh, let me ask you about Jared McKenzie. Uh, seems like he's still coming around. Uh, but, man, when you add his bat to what you know he can do to what the other guys are doing, watch out.
6: No, absolutely. He, he's a young man who we're really – I mean, he is, is a great player and he's still going to be a great player. Um, you know, he's kind of pressing a little bit, but at the same time he's finding ways to help his team win. Um, He's doing amazing things on defense, just just shagging balls down left and right out there and making some great plays for us. And then at the same time, uh, finding a way offensively. You know, he had a great bunt last night, uh, kind of put guys at first and third, and were able to score some more runs. And, you know, he's kind of pumping his teammates up in the dugout. So he's doing everything he possibly can. And We're really excited about
1: that. Nice. Very good. All right, tell me about this week, uh, headed to Abilene to play ACU on Wednesday, and then Columbia's coming into the Baylor ballpark this weekend.
6: Yeah, so we're going to head up to Abilene on Wednesday, uh, go play them, and then we're going to come back. And you know, all of a sudden, there's going to be another weather shift. We had 80 <laughs> degrees last night in, in in Houston. I'm driving back in shorts and t-shirt, and I get home, and it's about 38 degrees. Yeah. Uh, so it's supposed to be pretty chilly on Friday. So we're gonna we're gonna just kind of talk about some possible options about that game. But yeah, Columbia. Very. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna. What's funny is in Ivy League school, they have some really talented players, and uh, they may not play as many games as everybody else does because of the Ivy League schedule, uh, but they're really talented. They come back with a lot of arms thrown in the mid-90s, and so we got to be really really prepared for them.
1: Wow. All right. Sounds good. Hey, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Go catch a nap, and uh, thanks for being on with us today.
6: <laughs> thanks, Jamo. It right. a pleasure.
1: All right, Coach. Thanks very much. Uh, Steve Rodriguez, uh, Baylor baseball head coach. Bears are now 6-5 and five on the season. That means 6-2 in their last eight games after that 0-3 start. And uh, winners of two of three in the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic this weekend wins over twenty, then 23rd ranked UCLA and then 7th ranked LSU. Big weekend for the Bears who uh, are now 8-4 and all-time in that Shriners College Classic. And uh, they had a record attendance there this year for the three days uh, they had 53,879 come out to see those college baseball games how about that and we remember we were talking last week and we used that bite from coach Rod talking about hey if the major leaguers aren't going to play come come see our games we've got a good product here we got some future major leaguers here and uh it sounds like a lot of people did. took that to heart <laughs> <laughs>
5: yep uh, i think especially um it was great attendance for, throughout the weekend but especially that Texas LSU game yeah. on Saturday night what was
1: that like 20 20- twenty four thousand yeah I
5: think so yeah. it was it was incredible but you know that's two top ten teams playing you know on a Saturday night in a market that I mean that uh well I mean rice has really really has been really really yeah. good so not that they don't have good teams but I you know rice is a small college they're just not a yeah, actually, I think both LSU and Texas are better draws in the city than Rice probably is probably for their right. baseball team. Or even, even U of H. Yeah, yeah. or Houston, even, yeah. even as good as uh, Rice has been winning a national championship and tons of conference championships. But, yeah, a great weekend down there and tons of people turned out.
1: Yeah, well done. Uh, Dustin Johnson was on with us last week, and uh, well done by Dustin and his group hosting the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic An all-time record crowd, 53,879 seeing the games over the three days. A crowd included uh, Greg Bruner and uh, Kyle Bruner and uh, a couple of others who made the trip down to Houston to watch that game, those games over the weekend, specifically the Baylor game on Saturday. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Wrap things up in the 3 o'clock hour. Look ahead, share some birthdays with you, all of that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Kaleo Wealth Management recognizes that a lasting relationship starts by listening and understanding your priorities and concerns. They'll work together to look at the big picture, discuss your vision for the future, and help you confidently pursue your life goals. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. Baylor basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. The Big 12 conference champion Baylor Bears open play in the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City on Thursday against Oklahoma. 530 for the countdown to tip off 6 p.m. Tip off Thursday for the Bears in Kansas City. Baylor basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City here on the home of the Bears ESPN Central Texas. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive-through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas Taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home.
0: Game time weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray-in bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. At.
0: At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We are on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment. Equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is.
1: Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. That is uh, That goes back to Friday, Aaron. We played the wrong rejoin at one point. So that's the Rob Sellers funky bump of the day from Friday, which uh, we'll get on here on Monday. Rob, uh, I would say new music from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Not really new, but uh, it is uh, some classic Earth, Wind, and Fire. For the Rob Sellers funky bump of the day. Back with us, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. It's spring break week on the Baylor campus, but uh, Baylor Club doesn't take spring break off. They've got plenty of things going on there. Check it out on the web at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. You can always give them, they're closed today as they normally are on Mondays, but back Going after it, uh, beginning with breakfast tomorrow morning, but give them a call at 254 710 8080. That is the main number. Check it out, and uh, you can call that number for reservations, to ask about reserving a room uh, for a private event, or to ask about membership. That's the number to call, the main number, and they'll put you in touch with someone that can answer any and all of your questions. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. All right, Aaron. Uh, Matt Mosley's coming up next, top of the hour. Matt spent a big part of his weekend in Waco at the two basketball games. I'm sure we'll hear his thoughts about those back-to-back Big 12 championships for Baylor men's basketball and women's basketball. And then what else uh, do you guys have planned between four and six?
5: We will also talk to former Big 12 associate commissioner over men's basketball, John Underwood. He'll he'll join us today at 420. Um, We'll hear Coach Scott Drew's Post game after they clinched their second consecutive Big 12 championship. And uh, we'll obviously uh, also uh, talk about uh, Coach Collin and the Baylor women clinching their 12th consecutive championship. Uh, plus uh, some combine news, some really, really fast Baylor Bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll Isn't be on that campus confidential. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, the times. Because I, you know, they're I, it's. It's not a spoiler. Everybody's everyone's seen it, but uh, Kalen Boogie Barnes, you know, ran the second fastest forty time, ever. The fastest ever by a defensive back. Only, only player to run faster was John Ross, the third out of University of Texas and formerly the Bengals. I think he was with the Giants last year. Uh, but you know that overlooked the fact that J T Woods ran a four three nine. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Ebner ran a 4 I mean, brief. just ridiculously well, fast time.
1: Thornton got it all started. Yeah, really? and,
5: and, and Taekwon Thornton yeah. started it all off with a a four two nine, which at first they thought was a 4-2-1 unofficially uh, that it had broken John Ross's record. Yeah. But, I mean, just, just incredible 40 times. So we'll talk about that and some other things. The new AP Top 25 polls and postseason awards out for men's basketball and the uh, poll out for women's basketball. And we'll talk about that, too.
1: All right. All that coming up with Matt and Aaron between 4 and 6. Keep it right here for all of that. Tomorrow morning, Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Right, Garrett Ross are back with game time. That is 7 to 9 weekday mornings here on ESPN Central Texas. they will have Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com on at 7.30. Kyle Yeomans at 8 with the Dallas Cowboys. And Mike Caps from down at Round Rock at 8.30 tomorrow morning. That is on game time each weekday morning. From seven to nine a.m. Let's mention some birthdays uh, before we get out of here. It is Nick Joseph's birthday today. Nick uh, for uh, with us many years in Baylor athletics. Then uh, Mama called him home to Iowa State. It's his alma mater, and he is there at Iowa State now. Did not see Nick at the Baylor Iowa State game on Saturday, but uh, I would guess he'll find his way to Kansas City next week. So hope to see him there. So Nick Joseph's birthday is today. Scott Dixon's birthday is today. Uh, who else do we have on the list? Vanessa LaRose's birthday is today. Happy birthday, Vanessa. Uh, looking, looking, scrolling, scrolling. Johnny Tucker's birthday is today. Happy birthday, Johnny. And Lyndon Olson's birthday is today as well. Aaron, who else would you add to that illustrious list? Uh,
5: just a couple today. Brian Cranston, uh best known as the uh, star of Breaking Bad, but also the dad in Malcolm in the Middle mm. for many years. I yeah. think that that show ran 8 or 9 seasons. Uh Brian Cranston is 66 today and Jenna Fisher, who played Pam on The Office, is 48.
1: Very nice. Very good. All right, good birthdays there. Uh go back to Saturday, it was Young Turner Beards' birthday, uh, our middle grandson and Man, he had a weekend celebration. He had a party with friends on Friday night, uh, Saturday in the Farrell Center. Uh, You know, he thought all that confetti and everything was for him and his birthday, and it was, but happy birthday to Turner Beard, and then yesterday, he loves, he's two years old, loves horses, and thanks to the uh, generosity and kindness of Casey Maxwell and Abby Damel from uh, Baylor Equestrian, uh, they got him on a horse, uh, on the back of a horse, yesterday (laughs) afternoon, so we really appreciate that, and he loved it. He has not stopped talking about Nene awesome. since then. So <laughs> it was awesome. great. He had a little cowboy hat, and he was loving it. So uh, happy birthday to, again, a couple of days late. We got him early on Friday, but we'll extend his birthday to say happy birthday again to Turner Beard. Hey, we appreciate you being with us today. Uh, tomorrow, Mark Neely will be with us. Mark is uh, an ESPN announcer who... Does Big 12 games and really games around the country, but primarily in the Big 12. He lives and is based in Kansas City. So he'll be a good one to talk to about the season that uh, the regular season was just completed in the Big 12 tournament straight ahead. Mark saw some really broadcast some really big games this year, like uh, TCU Kansas uh, last week. Both of those games, he did those. Uh, Aaron, I want to ask him, uh, what's the best game he saw this year? The best game he did in the Big 12 because I know he was right in the middle of a bunch of them. So Mark Neely will join us tomorrow here in the 3 p.m. hour. Right now, uh, say thanks again to uh, Coach Rod, Steve Rodriguez, for being on with us. And you heard from Coach Jerome Tang as well. Aaron has all of those up or will have shortly on the web at syntechsportsfan.com and on social media at 1660 ESPN. Aaron, thank you very much. And stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Thank you. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Our next Coaches Show is Thursday, March 17th. Come to Rudy's and hear from Casey Maxwell, equestrian coach and men's golf coach Mike McGraw. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on The Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor athletics, ESPN Central Texas.